This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the MyBSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Welcome to our second hour for this Sunday morning. Increasingly uh, rainy week ahead, apparently. Uh, give us a call if I can help you with a plant question. We have two open lines. We only use three lines, and so... Uh, it is your chance to call through right now. If you would, we'd love to hear from you. The number is 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Call right now. Two lines available for you if you hustle. We have Donnie uh, in uh, Benbrook, and we'll go to him in just a moment. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas, Pet of the Week. And uh, this is sponsored by the fine folks at Ace Hardware. And today's SPCA of Texas dog is Bonita, a six-and-a-half-year-old female Chihuahua mix, and she weighs in at the tidy sum of eight-and-a-half pounds. She is nearly hairless, with blue-gray skin, a black nose, and adorable pointy ears. She looks beautiful hairless, but she does enjoy getting dressed up in doggy sweaters and dresses. Bonita best prefers the company of women, so, well, I'll be. That's just not fair. She would like at least one adult woman in the home she can bond with. She gets along well with both cats and other dogs. Wait a minute. She gets along with cats but not men? What is this about? Uh, this is gall. They send this to me. <laughs> in fact, requires at least one other dog in the home to help her with her confidence. Bonita is helping, is hoping to find a calm, quiet home with teens 15 and up. Teens? But not men? What is this? And a fenced-in yard. Bonita is in a foster home and is ready to pencil you in her calendar for a meeting at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. Please visit spca.org slash dogadopt to make an appointment to meet her. To view all the animals the SPCA of Texas has available for adoption, please visit spca.org slash find a pet. All kidding aside, I'm here to help all dogs find homes. I'm a dog guy, and 37, 38 years, something like that, I've been trying to help, and I love doing this feature. And uh, just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Bonita has already been spayed and microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. They invite you to bring your current dog to the shelter for a meet-and-greet before adopting a new dog. Just leave your husband at home. Adoptions will be available by, it doesn't say that, adoptions will be available by appointment every Thursday and Saturday. Adoption counseling will be done virtually, and curbside pickups will be offered whenever possible so that in-person meet-and-greets can be kept to a minimum. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the tele-adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that all gets started with spca.org slash findapet, the SPCA of Texas, and this is Bonita. Hope we can get her adopted. Sponsored today by Ace Hardware. 
And let me tell you just a little bit about Ace and the Place. The Place with the helpful hardware folks. And they have local experts who know the right questions to ask and make sure you get everything you need. So let's say that you're painting and you don't know exactly what you need to get to to be able to paint successfully. Well, they have experts there in the store who can match paint samples for you. They can show you the right brush to use and give you the, the, the wall preparation, all of that. But this ad is not about painting. It's not about plumbing. It's not about housewares. It's not about electrical. This is about birds. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Audubon Park Songbird Selection, five-pound bags of premium bird food. Buy one, get one free. Assorted varieties from farm to feeder, fortified with vitamins for reproductive health. No corn milo or filler. Use it with a hopper, tube, and platform feeder. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. They're on the PTO board with you. They're also coaching Little League or leading Girl Scouts or whatever it is. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. No matter where you are or what you're working on, Ace can help you every step of the way because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines, as promised. We have uh, Donnie in Benbrook. Donnie, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. Good morning. Um, so I've got a live oak that uh, didn't fare well through uh, Yuri, who just started to show a little bit of growth up in the canopy. I've got um, a, a lot more growth down towards the base. And um, so I've got these weeds that have been taking over my yard because I've been hesitant to throw anything on the yard under the tree. Will I be okay to throw anything down? I just use a, a pre-emergent that I get at the feed store. And then can I fertilize the yard after you know, here in a couple of weeks? Is that going to do any damage to the tree, or should I just try to avoid as much putting anything down as much as possible? Yeah, you don't want to put anything under there. Now, wait, I, I'm also trying to figure all this out. You put a pre-emergent down? No, I haven't done anything yet. Okay, you don't want to put a pre-emergent if ever you're going to be using grass seed because or putting sod down because that will inhibit the root growth. So that, that will answer that, whether we put any grass seed under there or not is a separate issue um it's very unlikely that grass will grow beneath a live oak in a normal situation i realize if your live oak has very sparse foliage that it's probably not a normal situation but live oaks do not allow grass to grow very well beneath them there's just so much shade and uh, bermuda grass is what you would be planting from seed and it really won't grow in the shade so uh, I, I wouldn't waste the money on the seed to plant under there anyway. No, I wasn't uh, planning on seeding. I, I wasn't. I've, I've got Saint Augustine under under okay, there. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard you say seed. Okay. Right. No, 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 no. I was I was wanting to know if I should uh, first if I should do any pre-emergent underneath there to get rid of the weeds. Weeds. Maybe I misunderstood. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, pre-emergent should have gone down first uh, about the 10th of March. So that right, and I did, I did, I did one round then, but I didn't go underneath the tree. All right, because that's I wasn't okay. sure. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a lot of weeds now? 
Yes, it's like crazy. I've been out there pulling like crazy trying because I don't want to put anything down, and I'm just wondering, right, should, you should, can, I, should I spray? You can spray with a... Uh... You could spray with a 2,4-D only herbicide as long as it doesn't have any other active ingredient mixed with it. I would use a pump sprayer and spray it directly onto broadleafed weeds only. That's a lot okay. of qualifications, and, and if you're a pretty good gardener, you know what I'm referring mm-hmm. to. Uh, we're talking about non-grassy weeds. You could right. actually use a glyphosate also if you have grassy weeds you're trying to get rid of. Glyphosate. That's all. Okay. That's yeah, glyphosate, the original Roundup, but just don't use mm-hmm. anything that goes into the soil. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah, I, I put some glyphosate. I guess I use the Roundup uh, down here. Roundup, just, just Roundup, though, is a family of products, and they have some products that include uh, herbicides that will soak into the soil, and you don't want that. Uh, okay, the, the original glyphosate is not soil active. Uh, 2,4-D by itself is not soil active. These are contact weed killers that go in through leaves only. And, and so they would be okay for killing weeds if you, if you really feel that you need to. Without knowing what weeds you have, I don't know that I would recommend doing a whole lot. The, the, okay. the main thing I want to get across on, on live oaks that are sparse of foliage and red oaks and other trees that are trying to recover from the cold is don't do anything around them. Leave them alone. Don't fertilize them. Don't uh, touch the trunks. Don't let anybody come inject them. Don't do any pruning. Leave them alone for another couple of months, and let's see what happens. They are slowly progressing. It's, it's unlike anything any of us has ever seen. I've been working a lot with the Texas Forest Service, and that is their uh, command to, uh, to, to action is no action. All right. Well, I appreciate your help, Neil. All right. Good deal. Thank you. Sounds like you got a, a work call or something. All right. Let's uh, see. I need to uh, get first regular break in and then we'll come back and go to june in royce city and an oleander question stay uh, stay here june aaron and keller with bermuda grass and uh, try to help each of you that opens one line at 800-288-wbap 800-288-9227 my book is neil spray's lone star gardening it is uh, now in its fifth printing the fifth printing is finished and uh, i have uh, I have several. Th- I've got six thousand of them, and and about half of them uh, are, well, no, about two thirds of those are sold and waiting for me to sign them. I have signed about two thousand. I have another uh, five or six hundred that I have signed in the last two days, and I will try to sign another three or four hundred today. It just takes a while, and I'm working my way as quickly as I can through them. As long as I am behind on getting them signed. Until I get caught up, which will be another week or so, I'm leaving this special offer in place, but it won't be much longer. This is your chance to buy the book instead of at $36.95 plus tax and postage. That is the regular price. It is $31.95 plus tax and postage. It will never be that, uh, that price again. This is your chance to buy it at the lowest price it will ever be. $31.95 plus tax and postage, satisfaction guaranteed. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, everything you need to know to get started. Chapter 2 is a really comprehensive 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing. It's not a grid calendar. It's text, four pages per month. Chapter 3 is trees, really detailed information on choosing the best trees and uh, a lot of charts of the best trees for fall color, the best trees for spring color, and a lot of information about basic tree care. 
and then the the list of the best trees with a, a big diagrams of charts. All right, so that is uh, three chapters four through eleven are shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. Oh my goodness, the the charts in those are really comprehensive. Lawns. Uh, what am I leaving out? Fruit and vegetables. All in there. 344 pages, 840 photos. Satisfaction guaranteed, and it's all only $31.95 plus tax and postage. I sign every copy as it sells or as quickly as I can thereafter. And uh, here are the two ways you can order since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. That's at 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. But the better way by far is to order it right now and know that you're getting that special deal by going to my website, neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person inside, in person outside, online always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. That is our church, and we hope that you will join us in worshiping at the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org, all the information. If you have had any kind of hail or wind damage to your roof, you might want to go to Wortham Brothers Roofing Company and ask their help. A lot of times we don't even know that we've had hail damage until leaks appear. That was our case. Maybe you find out that you had hail damage with a home inspection is done as part of a sale of the residence. This is the time of year a lot of people are getting ready to sell their house. You don't want to wait and find out from the buyer's uh, uh, inspection that uh, you have uh, major roof damage. You have your roof inspected before a claim period expires, before you sell your home, or before you change insurance companies. Wortham Brothers Roof Inspection is absolutely free and without obligation. We had them go on our roof, and they came back down and said, Oh, yes, you have significant hail damage. The flashing is damaged, the valleys are damaged, and you have damage from corner to corner, all four corners. And and they said to us, they didn't advise us, but they said to us, that is what an insurance company 
uh, is looking for. They want to see that the entire roof was impacted. There wasn't just a, an odd uh, situation. And uh, so we called our insurance company and got a settlement, and then we called Wortham Brothers back, and, and the rest is history. We have a new roof, and we are thrilled with the work that they did. We are super thrilled with the work that Wortham Brothers Roofing Company did for us. And you will be, too. This is a company with two generations of experience in putting in the finest quality roofs across North uh, Texas. They uh, serve all of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972 562 5788 wbroofing.com This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubie, thank you, and let's go to June in Royce City. June, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have problems with my oleander. Okay. It's, it's brown, but it's beginning to put out some green. Yeah, down at the bottom? No, kind of up the stem. Okay. Do I cut that the brown back or leave it alone or what do I do? No, you want to cut all the dead tissue uh, off. You'll probably see that the stems have uh, have shriveled also. Uh, in the brown area, and that's that means that it's uh, it has died and is, is shriveling up. You might as well get that out of the way. You could have actually done that a long time ago. And uh, then I, when you say it's uh, up the stem, how far up the stem from the ground? Oh, maybe halfway. I don't know how tall your oleander is. So I don't know what halfway over six is. over six feet tall. So you're saying at three feet you have some green growth coming? Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you would cut back to, to the three-foot level or just above the, the green growth. It's very unusual for them to put out growth halfway up like that. Usually they, they die to the ground and send out shoots from down below. Uh, if you get any shoots from down below, I would absolutely and certainly leave those and let them grow because okay. they'll be stronger than these will be even. But yeah, will it bloom this year? Oh, no. No, no, no. I might as well cut that sucker down and plant a new one, huh? Well, that wasn't at all what I said. <laughs> no, you're you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't oh. say that at all. Okay. Yeah, because the new one isn't going to bloom either. It's it, they bloom on on wood that they produced the prior year uh, on new growth, but they've got to have some old wood to do it, and and so you're not going to be any ahead by okay. uh, taking it out. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, let's go to Aaron in Keller. Aaron, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, like you said, we're here in Keller, uh, Old Town. Uh, we had a pretty major hail storm here about two and a half weeks ago. I'm familiar. We have a, a friend who lives there, and he, he had minor hail at his house, and then he showed we us some major- damage, damage that was about half a mile from him. And it, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we our whole neighborhood got pretty much, uh, you know, a lot oh, of damage. Yeah. Exactly. But my question, Neil, is I put a Bermuda grass seed out a little over a month ago, and I was told uh, by the you know agent that I got the seed from that it was a good time. And uh, so I watered thoroughly uh, each night, you know, with even though we had a lot of rain. And I'm not seeing any growth yet or any uh, germination So is that a concern I need to have? I think it's a major concern. Uh, Number one, 
the the soil needs to be very warm for Bermuda grass seed to germinate. And if you ask me in October, let's just get way away from, from the spring. If you ask me in October, when should I plant Bermuda grass seed next spring? I'm going to be planting it in the spring. What would be the time? I would tell you I would wait until probably mid-May. By then, the soil will have warmed up enough that uh, you should be fine. It's not so hot that you'd have to water it uh, several times a day, um, and and yet it's warm enough that it will germinate quickly. You should have germination with Bermuda seed within 7 to 10 days. You planted it in mid-April, and it was still very cool. We had we had near frost, yeah. uh, near freeze. A Way month below ago. average. Yes. Yeah, and and so that seed is gone. I, I I'm pretty sure it's yeah, no. it's either rotted yeah. or it's washed down the road, and so uh, I I think you need to look at redoing it after this rain event is finished. So Neil, one question. Um, sure. I was told when I bought the fifty pound bag at two hundred and sixty dollars for fifty oh. pounds. Yeah, very high rate. So yeah. I'm wondering if possibly if I go back to this uh, supply store, you know. If they would say, "Hey, you know, give me a discounted fifty-pound bag to start over," is that possible or negotiable? You think? I have no idea. Yeah. If, if they told you that April was the time to plant, I think they gave you bad information. I think they did too. I always heard I think, uh, late spring, early summer, like you I said. I think what uh, you could do if you wanted—I mean, I, I just said what what I feel. Exactly. Uh, and that is in print in, in my book and in other things that I've written. So that would be easily copied. You, know, uh, you could actually, hang, you hang know, on, hang on just a second. You could copy yes, that easily enough and say, here's what Neil says. But if you want something with even more teeth to it, you could go on the Texas A&M website and show what their agronomists say about planting and say, here's what Texas A&M says is the soil temperature and, and when that is achieved. And, and you could say this doesn't happen until mid-May. It, it, there's no way that you should be seeding Bermuda grass at the temperatures gotcha. that the soils had back in mid-April. And, and I thought it was too soon. And like I said, you know, we had a couple of major 80 temperature days when I purchased it. So at that time, I was below the, before the uh, cold snap we had here. Soil, soil temperature changes very slowly. It's like water temperature. It doesn't change as quickly as the air temperature. <clears throat> But one other question, Neil, uh, sure. would the hail affect the impact of the large hail we had? Would it damage any germination of Bermuda seed at all? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. The germination won't all happen at the same time. Uh, it's certainly as big as the hail was. It, it would, it would uh, devastate any seedlings that were coming up if, exactly. if it impacted them directly. And and so that would be an act of God, and you couldn't hold anybody responsible for that. But, actually, but but it yeah, hang on. But it would uh, it would also not all germinate at exactly the same time. You'd have germination over a, a seven or ten day period, and so I wouldn't expect that to wipe out the entire crop. Exactly. Yeah. How big an area did you seed? Actually, I over, way overseeded. Like I said, I had a 50-pound bag. I probably uh, I seeded twice, which was probably a you know a 2,000-square-foot area. Oh, oh, my. You you need two to four pounds per thousand, or, or, or you could go a little higher than that, maybe four to six pounds per thousand. Well, I, I, I majorly overseeded. Yeah, you so, mulched. <laughs> Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, hey. I want a golf course here, so uh, 
Yeah, but what anyway. happens when you over overdo it is you get too thick a stand and the grass kills itself if it germinates. Oh, really? Yes. I it's always heard thick. overseeding is the best. <laughs> so, uh, we're, but, uh, we're talking about two different, yeah, I've, I've got to get to a newscast, but you don't ever want to overdo planting anything, beans, uh, corn, Bermuda grass, anything. Wow, that was just a... Kind of a odd way to finish a conversation. Let me uh, tell you about Baylor Scott and White Health right now. They sponsored this entire hour and have done so for many, many years. And uh, this is a very important message, a new message from Baylor Scott and White Health. You know that I'm here to offer helpful advice on how to keep your landscape and garden healthy and thriving. Well, that same is true for humans as well. With the, and, and this is the, the name to remember, My BSW Health app. That's my BSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health. I can manage my health care my way so I can keep myself in tip-top shape. It helps me schedule appointments, get test results, message my doctors, even handle care for others in my family all on my schedule and from wherever I am. I'm not in perfect tip-top shape, but I can certainly strive for it with the my BSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health. You don't even need a green thumb to download it. You go to, you text the word better to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. Don't thank me. Thank Baylor Scott and White Health. They are great. Learn more at getbettertexas.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. My newsletter is Neil Sperry's eGardens. You can count on five stories every week. One of them will be a featured plant of the week. One will be a featured question of the week, something I've been asked many, many times. And one of them is always going to be gardening this weekend, where I will give you five or, well, not five, more like 10 or 12 or 15 uh, really timely things that you need to be getting done in that time period. So that's the, the, the part of eGardens that never will change. There will be another story or two this week. Uh, Steve uh, Stephen Chambly will have a story. I never know what to expect with Stephen. And if you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website, neilsperry.com, and to click on the eGardens tab. That's where you sign up for it. It's free and always will be. I never give or sell your email address to anybody, and you'll never get a random email from me just because you have signed up for eGardens. I promise you that. That's uh, neilsperry.com. Sign up for eGardens, and you can see the most recent issue there if you want to see it before you uh, uh, commit. So all that's available to you at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Dallas police have arrested a suspect thought to have murdered a toddler. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident on northbound 360 still has only the right shoulder open, a little before Brown Boulevard. In Fort Worth, an accident has blocked the right lane of northbound Highway 287 at Berry Street, and another accident blocks the number one lane of eastbound I-30 at Country Club Lane. 
For WBAP's First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Showers and thunderstorms are in the uh, offing for today. High temperature right around 77 degrees. Tonight, showers and storms likely mainly before midnight. Overnight low down to 68. Monday, afternoon showers and storms are likely. High temperature tomorrow right around 83. Right now, lots of clouds, 71 degrees. Dallas police have made an arrest in the weekend killing of a small boy. The body of the toddler was found Saturday morning, lying in a southwest Dallas street near the intersection of Saddle Ridge Drive and Wood Homestead Drive. Police say the boy had suffered multiple wounds and was clearly murdered. Officers then announced this morning that they'd made an arrest. They identified the suspect only as an adult male, not said what relationship the suspect may have to the dead child or how they were led to him. A missing tiger that was seen stretched out on a lawn in a Houston residential area a week ago has been surrendered to the Houston police. Last Sunday, someone driving a white SUV stuffed that tiger into the vehicle, drove off with it. No trace of the tiger had been found until one of the owners called police last night, gave it up. The big cat's owners and friends of the owners had been hiding it. The tiger has now been taken to a South Texas wildlife sanctuary where it will be raised in the company of other tigers. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Let me tell you about Arborological Services right now, those experts your trees deserve. I love seeing their truck arrive, or trucks in this case. They have the finest equipment out there in the business. They started in this business in 1981, so they are in their 42nd year in the business. Did I do that right? Yeah, I think that's right. That's a lot of time, and they have won the awards. They have some awards named for them because they have led their industry so far forward. And uh, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters selected individually as Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. Steve Hauser is the owner and uh, founder of Arborological Services. These are highly respected gentlemen who know trees better than anybody else in the state of Texas. They're just great. Miguel Pastanez is an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters leading their teams, and they have more than 10 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. That's what you get when you contact Arborological Services. For complete tree maintenance, fertilizing, pruning, cabling and bracing, insect and disease control, consultation, damage assessment, and appraisal, they do it all. Now, they have a toll-free number that makes them sound like some big national uh, uh, company with a local affiliation of some sort. They are totally local. They are totally local. It's a one-location business. That's why they know the trees of North Central Texas so very well. 866-552-7267. And that is 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts, no spaces there, of course. And on the web, it's arborological.com. Once again, the phone number. Call them. 
Get them out on your job, 866-552-7267. Your trees deserve the best. It's Arborological Services. It's the stuff that Antifa people are talking about. They're just a bunch of hoodlums, you know, burning stuff to the ground for no reason. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America, but I want to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years. They kind of pioneered that idea of Made in America. Mueller metal roofing and steel buildings made right here by people who care about quality, both of materials and of workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. Ordinary, hard-working folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Mueller Metal Roofing and Steel Buildings, 90 years of making customers' dreams come true. When a business has been around for 90 years, you can trust they're doing things right. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. It's a great website. Or you can give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. I think I've established the spelling. To find a location near you, that's 877 268 Three five five three, Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby. Thank you, sir. Let's go to uh, Joe in Gainesville. Joe, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Certainly enjoy your program. Thank you. And I have, I have a quick question. Uh, we've planted some Asian jasmine on a hill recently, and uh, now that you know we've had these rains, we're having Bermuda grass coming up. And I was wondering if there is a product that I can use on the Bermuda grass that will eradicate it without damaging the Asian jasmine. All right, and how old is the Asian jasmine? Just planted this spring? Yes, we just planted it probably uh, six weeks ago. All right, and the uh, Bermuda grass, therefore, is very young and, and impressionable. Well, no. See, we cleaned the hill, and I thought I had uh, was able to get most of the roots out from the ah. Bermuda grass, but evidently I did miss some. Gotcha. Um, all right, I'm going to tell you something that I know but I'm not going to recommend what I am about to tell you. I'm just going to tell you that I have seen it used for 40 years, and I have used it, but because it's not on the label, I'm not going to recommend it. Okay? Uh, All right, good. I'm glad you you got the message. Uh, The original Roundup product, glyphosate, and it doesn't have to be that brand. It can be any brand as long as it is only glyphosate, no other weed killer, just glyphosate. Um, is is known to be able to kill Bermuda grass without killing Asian jasmine. Now, that is in the summertime. That's not something you would do to young, soft, brand-new growth on Asian jasmine. 
And I know that the way that happened was clear back in the 70s when, when the original Roundup product was brought into the market and landscape contractors who had great big beds and medians that were filled with Bermuda grass, just ugly as all get out, just gave up and said, I'm going to kill everything. And lo and behold, it didn't kill everything. It just killed the Bermuda grass. And uh, so that became a standard practice just to use it to kill the Bermuda grass because it wouldn't, it did not kill the Asian jasmine. I, I frankly have never seen it even put spots on the leaves of the Asian jasmine if the jasmine was that, that leathery dark green color that it turns by, by July. I, I have never so, used it. I have never used it on first year. I, I, this is a thing I normally have uh, talked about when somebody has an older planting that's uh, several years old. I still would use a pump sprayer, and I'd still be pretty uh, uh, careful to put it just on the Bermuda as much as I could. But you assume all the risk because there's no, uh, there's nothing on the label telling you how to do it. I'm not recommending this. I'm just telling you from seeing it done a thousand times that it is a standard practice. Well, would it be prudent to wait later in the summertime when it's, uh, the Asian jasmine has established better than well, now? Remember, I said I'm not recommending this. I'm just telling you how it is done, and I said July. Okay. There's, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Neil. Yeah, yeah I, I hope you understand the liability issues here, and I, I really go by labels. But in this case, there is no other way unless you're willing to get in there and hand dig the Bermuda out. And this is just, I've, I've seen it uh, work miracles to get rid of the, the Bermuda grass. And um, I don't believe it's ever been put on the label. It ought to be because it really is a great, uh, great solution to that problem. The, uh, the, the real issue is that, that Asian jasmine is not a national ground cover and so I'm sure that they didn't bother to go to the research and, and proving up that label. But um, but there are tons of people who have uh, done exactly that, including me. But uh, but that, you assume all the risk. I don't know that there is a lot of risk, but you assume it. Certainly. Well, and I may just try it in a small spot to see what the uh, results may be before I do the whole I think that's always a good idea, but certainly I would not try anything until probably tenth uh, or fifteenth of June, uh, July, July. Oh, July. Okay. Well, thank you again, Neil. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Okay. Let's go to Dee Dee and Alan. Dee Dee, this is Neil. Good. Good morning. Oh, good morning to you. So I have Dee Dee and Alan. Then I have Dee and Flower Mound. Uh, it's like I have double vision here on oh. my call screen. <laughs> so, go ahead. How can I help you? Well, I'm calling about uh, bearded irises. After they bloom, when should we remove the dead blossoms? You know, well, I'm, I'm assuming brown. that you're. I'm assuming you're not hybridizing iris, in which case you would leave the seeds uh, to form. But normally, you can prune them as soon as they're through blooming. You can just oh, okay, trim, well, trim them good. down. I, I wouldn't try to trim them all the way down into the crown of the plant. I would just trim them down to uh, right where they come out of the the leaves. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. That wasn't that easy. Uh, Isn't that, that easy? That was. And yeah. you have a great day. Thank Same you. to you. Thank you, Dee Dee. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll go for broke. Let's go to D in Flower Mound. I'll have no calls, so I'm going to give you the number, and you can call now. And then when I come back from my last break, then we'll be coming to you. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Dee, this is Neil. Good morning. 
Good morning, Neil. It is great to talk to you today. Thank you. I feel very blessed to have gotten through. So, <laughs> Well, I um, appreciate it. You bet. So we have a 29-year-old live oak. Um, it bloomed out nicely after the freeze, but now we have two very large splits going vertically down the trunk. And you can see the, the inside. They're probably now an inch wide. Mm-hmm. And I'm panicked because I love this tree. <laughs> no, I, don't worry about that yet. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I need to go back through my emails from the Texas Forest Service. I believe they are referring to that as a radial shake, S-H-A-K-E. Shake is in there somewhere. Um, and you're welcome to Google that and see what you come up with. Um, that is happening to a lot of live oaks and a lot of Schumard red oaks, especially live oaks. And... Um, what uh, I've I've spent a lot of time working with uh, uh, arborists and nurserymen and foresters, and especially the Texas Forest Service in College Station, and uh, what they all are saying is where that happens and where the bark begins to to pop away from the the wood of the trunk, leave it alone. Don't be messing with it. Don't be pulling on it. Don't cut it. Don't do anything. Leave it alone, because there probably is new bark forming beneath that. And uh, this is a direct result of the cold. It's uh, probably somewhat akin to what happens to a windshield in in a a really bad freeze when we put hot water on the windshield. And it just pops, and and that's what's happened to that bark. Um, But in in most cases, the tree will form new bark over the, the ensuing months or year, and the tree will be fine. And uh, that's what I'm hearing from people who do nothing but think about trees. They don't get up in the morning and wonder about planting periwinkles. They don't even know what a periwinkle looks like. <laughs> but they know trees better than the rest of us put together. And so uh, the the word is just leave them alone. No need to tree wrap or anything. Just Absolutely not. Okay. Not on that Thank one. Thank you, sir. You're All welcome. Right. Thanks for the call. All right, uh, we'll come back and go to Patty in Denton, and you could be right after Patty if you'd like to call 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. One of these ads will be the last time that I will offer the very deep discount of thirty-one ninety-five plus tax and postage for the fifth printing uh, offer on my book. I'm, I'm going to get caught up, and this week I don't have a lot on the uh, docket. So this week should be a pretty good week for me to catch up. Uh, this is uh, a deal that I started six weeks ago. I believe it was six weeks ago when I, I found out that my book was going to be delayed in printing because of a paper shortage. Well, the paper got there. The book is printed. The book is sitting in my garage, and I'm busily signing. And that's the hang-up right now. And until I get caught up on signing, you're still going to have to wait a little bit to get your copy of the book because I'm now signing copies that were bought while it was on the presses. And I'm, I'm grinding them out as fast as I can. I signed a couple hundred last night. I'll sign several hundred to this afternoon and this evening. And I had uh, 420 as of Friday that were signed and ready to be put in boxes and taken to the post office. And uh, when I leave my office in uh, 10 minutes, I will carry with me 500 labels that were printed yesterday. And so that's the progress of it all. We're, we're getting it done. And uh, when, I, when I get caught up, then the price will go to 36 
But for now, you can get it at thirty-one ninety-five. It's three hundred forty-four pages, eight hundred forty of my best photos, eleven chapters, a forty-eight-page calendar of critical tasks. That's chapter two. And it tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden. That chapter alone will pay for the book in making the right decisions at the right times. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. And then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's a hardback on high-quality paper printed in San Antonio. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny that you spend, and it's written for every county in the state of Texas, southern Oklahoma as well. I sign the copies as they sell or as close to it as I can, and uh, like I say, satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund. I've not been asked to refund anything so far out of 63,000 copies sold. Here are the two ways you can order. It's not in stores and not on Amazon, but you can order it from my office by calling tomorrow morning, this week, anytime during the week, 9 to 5, 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. The better way is to order it right now so you know you have it ordered. And that gets you in line at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair repair. Hello Texans, Bob Phillips here with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller. As a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing, Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. From food bank facilities to senior citizen centers, we welcome each Texas nonprofit to write in and tell us why their organization deserves a new Mueller building. With multiple locations across the Lone Star State, Mueller is proud to support their surrounding community. For complete contest rules and an entry form, go to TexasCountryReporter.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th and watch TCR for the winning announcement this fall. For more information about Mueller Steel Buildings and Roofing, visit MuellerInc.com or call 877-2-MUELLER. Thank you, Bob, very, very much. And that time is uh, two days away, so you better get that thing entered. I hope you can win. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. I don't know about you, but when I think about my landscape, one of the things that I am picturing in any landscape improvement project is stone in that part of my garden. I just think it needs to be there. It makes the, the garden look a whole lot more natural. They have 22 acres of the most beautiful stone you'll find anywhere around. A visit to a stone yard is it's like a visit to a beautiful nursery. It's just part of that garden and, and part of my thinking, and it's just such a joy. And when I found Whiskey Stone oh, 30 years ago, I guess now, 
It, it was just so exciting, and, and I've been back many, many times. And one of the things that I noticed when I went for a sales call and a visit was I stood waiting for uh, Mike and Derek Wisnan to help a customer. I stood off to the side, and I watched the, the customers come in the building and be greeted by their staff and how how personably they were uh, uh, greeted and how quickly they were helped. This is a friendly place, and it's a great place. It's not some impersonal stoneyard. I've been in those, too, where you have to hunt somebody down. There's one person there, and he's probably out on some kind of a, a front-end loader, and, and you don't get much help. Well, at Whiskey Stone, you are helped. 22 acres of stone ranging from decorative gravel to giant boulders, every kind of stone you could want. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822. If you miss the address, it's on the website at whiz-q.com, w-h-i-z-q.com. I'll give you the address. It's 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. That's Whiskey Stone. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you. And as we uh, finish the program up for this week, I remind you that podcasts of my program are always available by Monday evening on my website at neilsperry.com. Unless Stubby's on vacation. Sometimes that happens, not often, but it does. And then we don't get the podcast until a little bit later in the week. But anyway, there you go. Let's go to Patty in Denton. Patty, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How may I help you? Since the freeze, I have, this is a two-part question, but since the freeze, I have Lyrope that has turned brown in spots, and I have Pampas grass that has turned brown in spots. So I don't know what to do with it. There's just the brown sitting there right now. Should I cut it back? Yeah, you do in both cases. The Liriope was the very first plant that I, I mentioned on my Facebook page. Uh, that would need to be trimmed. It was pretty obvious on my liriope in my yard. And so one morning when I was out uh, uh, filling the bird feeders, um, there is liriope quite near them, and I I took a photo, and I said, all right, here's the first of what I'm sure will be many. And uh, I've gained uh, 21,000 people on my Facebook page uh, in in the ensuing uh, uh, two months since then, two and a half months. And, yes, liriope needs to be pruned. The problem is now so there's so much new growth coming up in it, you don't want to trim the new growth, and so it's going to be very hard to go in there and selectively uh, cut out the brown growth, but you need to do what you can do. Pampas grass is a different animal. Uh, it is going to be hard to prune it because it is so wiry, but there isn't much green growth coming up in most of the pampas grass that I see. There's some right outside my window uh, here at, at my office that we rent, and um, uh, it has about three green sprigs coming up, and frankly, it needs to have a chain wrapped around it and be pulled out. This is not on the property of the office. It's an adjacent uh, business, but it looks just dreadful, and, and I don't think anything's ever going to come back from it. So, And that's what oh. people are doing is just pulling it out. Uh, it's oh. almost, almost too difficult to dig it because the roots are so tenacious. 
there are people who say, well, burn it. And uh, in in urban areas, I don't think that's ever going to be allowed. But uh, right. I have to say out in the country, I would be tempted. But uh, you, I think Pampas Grass probably took it in the neck on this one. I think it's frozen. I must run, Patty, but those would be the two answers for you. And I'm, I think I'm going to stand by both of them. They're both good answers. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening so much, Mike Bass. Great job on this program. I have enjoyed it very, very much. We'll be back next week, same time. Also on KLIF, sister station, Saturday afternoon from 1 until 3. Thank you for listening. Until next week, happy garden.